Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Back when I had a little, I thought that I needed a lot. A little was overrated, but a lot was a little too complicated. Nigga didn't satisfy me, a million didn't make me happy. That's when I learned the lesson, that it's all about your perception. Hey, are you a popper or a superstar? So you act, so you feel, so you are. It ain't about the size of your car. It's about the size of the things in your heart and hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay your back. You better think God for that. And hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay your back. You better think God for that. In the back country of Brazil, I met a young brother that made me feel that I could accomplish anything if he's just like me. He wanted to sing. No windows and no doors. He lived a simple life and was extremely poor. On top of all the life, he had no eyesight. That did keep him from seeing the light. Just like in the USA, all I did was place Living here is paradise, you talk with in your mind, you know that there's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile, you don't have to pay the lack. You better thank God for that. There's hope, it doesn't cost a thing to smile, you don't have to pay the lack. You better thank God for that.
with discussions of serious matters of the heart. Get your inner G inch X. Find your T. Tonight, from 9 to 11, Joyce Hope and your host is Jayfully Joy. Um, the power of positivity, what is your energy? Same thing there, but we also went a little bit further with that, and we shared, we put in about meditation. Something I wanted to cover as well, and I hope my special guest will arrive. I, don't, I didn't put it on blast because uh, my special guest is a nurse, and she's busy, and this is the night that she actually runs a meditation class. And I want her to get on to talk about what she does um, to help people to relax, to find, that, find their, their power, their strength, and what she does to get them to know what their energy is. And that's a beautiful thing. So as I share with y'all, you know, I've been through a couple of things for the past few months, and I actually have to share this because this is really important. That will get us into our topic as well. Um, finding your energy. Every day you, when you breathe, when you breathe that oxygen in, every single day that life, believe it or not, that starts there, your energy. If you went to sleep last night and you woke up in the a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and woke up with a thought in your mind, that thought is part of your energy. When you continue to on to have those thoughts in your mind, and as you're walking to make it through your day, if you want to uh, pray in the morning, if you're not, you're going to read in the morning something that's going to be encouraging or not. If you're going to just stop and reflect for a second, even how to go about your day, whether to get a shower, what clothes you're going to wear, okay, the color of your clothing that you're going to pick out. None of this is scripted, people. And, we, and I do um, as well. I use some things from the Internet. Right now I'm talking from my heart. All the things that we do on a regular basis, like I said before about breathing, um, what you choose to eat in the morning or not eat, um, drinking the water, the, more, the water that you choose, um, whether it's going to be spring water, purified water, right? it's going to be alkaline water, um, and you're going to have a smoothie in the morning. I'm just getting you to think everything that's a part of you, your life source in you, okay, the thoughts that you have, um, body, mind, soul, spirit, how you dress yourself, how you carry yourself, okay? That's on the outside. Even though it comes from within, the inner part of you, that's all your energy. It's coming out to show us how you're living, how you are presenting yourself to the outside, what you're bringing to the table as far as your conversation, you know, as far as um, sharing, like I said before, your gifts, your talents, your abilities to the world, Okay. How do you want to be? How do you want to be viewed? What is your perspective to the people? Are they saying that you're a real raw person? That you really um, cut people off? That you have a character that's undesirable, or that you have a character that draws people to you like a magnet? That people want to be around you. You know, they want to just know what it is that makes you tick. You know, and when you tell them something, they don't want to hear. Oh, I don't want to hear anything about that. I don't want to know what makes you tick. Well, all of that is part of my energy. That's what makes me, it encompasses me, body, mind, soul, and spirit. All that encompasses me, makes me who I am, is part of who I am, what, 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 what brings it to the table. So that spiritual aspect, we, we, we get into. People are so encapsulated with all these different things that are out here in the, in the world, as far as the world religion. It's all made up by man, the different things that go on, because we have been so sidetracked by denominational you know, 
for sake of better words, I want you to guys to think I'm just being myself. All that stuff can get you off track, and then you you are off track from what the creator has made you to be, or you got distracted. We had a good conversation on last night uh, about black-on-black crime on uh, Straight Talk with Mr. On Point and how um, we have to know how to basically get back to our roots, where we where we come from, and how we really know to serve our creator and not by all the makeup, all the um, scams that or propaganda of our people that has been done um, over and over and over again, continue, continue to keep us into a mind of, uh, I'm going to call it like this, uh, wearing a mask and not really being who we are um, in our, our godly, in our spiritual sense, how we were made to be. So when you see things and you start to say, no, that's not the truth, um, and then you begin to gravitate towards other things and you begin to research and get education on, on um, subjects, then you can say, well, I'm, I'm being enlightened, and I feel as though that I've come a, a, a away from the, the matrix system of the world or that some of the most suggestions. When you pull yourself away from the mainstream of how the music is presented to you and begin to make wise choices in the selection that you do to feed your mind, body, soul, and spirit. When you get to the point where you are able to make um, that selection without being um, swayed by the world system or even a friend or a coworker, whatever it may be, and saying, no, this is what I like to do, and, and believe that and walk in that. The truth, the truth sake, walk in who you are. But we're hoping that even when you say you're walking in your truth, that, that truth is coming out with a good vibration or a good energy where people are really understanding that you you are your own person, that you are who you are. I like one of the songs that um, I asked my uh, DJ, DJ Tiddle, to concentrate more on India Irie's music. And one of the reasons that I asked him to do that is because um, when I read about her and about her life, she's been through a lot of things, but she also – try to connect to her source, which is our creator, and to bring out songs that are not only um, educational or spiritual, but songs that um, bring, bring light to the world um, as far as, but also talk about activism. She did a 30-day thing before about women's rights and different things like that where it came out, and also she made that song, Breathe, when um, uh, Eric Gardner couldn't breathe. She made that song, Just Breathe, and it's, it's wonderful how people can connect to humanity and bring out songs about life that can help us to rise to a to a higher purpose and the potential in our lives. But you have to want it. We have to want that and have to sway away from what the opposite or the positive is is negative. But you do need both to survive, to make a conscious a conscious uh, decision on a regular basis of decision. My decision on a regular basis is to choose the positive part, but I'm not naive to the negativity. So don't get me wrong when I say that. Yes, I do get upset sometimes. Yes, I do have my, my um, problems at times. Yes, I do, and I still have some now. But guess what? My choice and my decision is to, be, to go towards the positive. Talk about what happened. Don't dwell on it. Don't stay in it. Don't let it build a nest. Don't let it build a house. Don't let it, don't let it dig into the roots, dig deep into the roots where it causes depression or it causes us to want to just take ourselves out of here. A lot of different things like that. We don't want that. 
we want to pull ourselves up quickly as we can and to, to bring ourselves to who we truly are and we truly are light. And there is a song that NDRI rewrote, and that's called I Am Light. I didn't ask Chill to find that, but if you get that from me, I appreciate it. And what it does is it brings you to a place of meditation and of quietness and of really realizing that we are light in this world. And when people are in darkness or people are in confusion or maybe in a depressive state, you know, those of you that have gifts and talents like that uh, as far as writing or singing, it's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing to have that and to use it in a way where you are uplifting and encouraging people to come to their senses, to learn to love themselves, to learn to love life and who they are. So, DJ Till, if you can get that I Am Light by India Ari for me, and um, you can play that, I'd appreciate it. So our topic, don't forget people call in. If you call in, um, 724-444-7444. Um, the caller ID number is 146-277-POUND, one pound to listen and, and star eight to share in the conversation. I'm looking forward for you to participate and have that good talk tonight we need to have to live on this earth and to exist as a people that need to be more, to have more vitality, more have vigor and have more energy and like realize that, yes, we have been oppressed, but we can come out of it. If we all had the same energy, we could pull ourselves out of the muck, the mire, the dirt, the darkness, the depression state. And she DJ said, you got that. Thank you very much. Yeah, and it's funny that you said this song because this is the first song that I gripped up. So I had it in the queue for the longest. That really shows everybody that you is on point. My God. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
She may have some cousins that are still here, but she's the oldest of all of them, 91 years old, and still very vibrant and, and full of life today. Um, the, the bottom, what I'm, what I'm basically saying is we come from others that have been through the struggle, but we have forgotten the struggle. So what we need, when I talk about our energy and our energy, I'm hoping that it's going to come from deep down from, I want to say this word, but not you guys get all spooked because people say, oh, you're talking about um, some other stuff, reincarnation. No, look, it's, our ancestors affect our lives, whether you like it or not. They affect our lives. We have to be mindful. We have to still carry on the torch to fight for the things that are in this world. So in our energy, I'm hoping that we can realize we need to still have that fight for survival, but in a way of freedom, in a way that we're realizing that we um, keep going from there. And I do have a caller, and callers trump all I got to say, a lot of stuff, but callers trump that. I want to welcome the caller into the show, Joyce Hope, and this is DJ Philly Joy. Welcome, caller. Who, can I, who am I speaking to tonight? It's Laverne. Hello. Hi, Laverne. Hi, hi. how are you? Fine. Thank <laughs> you for calling. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. No problem. Take the time out. Are you enjoying what you're hearing, or have you heard anything? I don't know if you from the beginning or not. We had some music play, you know, NDIRE, and we're talking yeah. about um, having the power of positivity and, you know, where our energies come from. I had to catch all of that part. Okay. And if they're not careful, they're going right back to where they started from, even worse. So you're saying that the, the, as far as what's happening in the world today, we're, we're resorting back to something yep, like it's, slavery? Well, it'd be, be two shades close to it as far as I'm concerned. Because if they can enslave these people coming from Mexico, who's the next group that they're going to target? Wow. Wow. So so I want to ask you one question. I, I hear what you're saying in, in that. So... If you see that happening, what can we do to to get um, more unity together as far as in a positive way? We've we got a lot of things happening, but people talk about the bad things and not about how we can do things to, to have a solution to get more positive about what we can do to make things better. Do you have any ideas or you've been thinking about that? Well, as far as for me, it starts at home. I think we have a whole group of youth that's just lost out here in the world today. Because they took away the parenting skills. Well, parenting. The the law and the system has just stepped in there and took all of that away. I mean, I was just telling my grandchildren about how we used to respect the church. You didn't stand on the church ground and smoke cigarettes or talk dirty or anything else. But these people robbed the church and breaking in when they in there, robbing when they close and... They have no respect, no fear of anything. So well, mm-hmm. I don't even know how to begin to start reaching a group that feel like, to me, that they're just lost. They don't care about anything or anybody. Right. So you're starting with your grandchildren, though, because you, you shouldn't talk about them, them. That's a start right there, Laverne. So oh, yeah. That's a next generation, and you raised your daughter to take care of her children. So, therefore, you have uh, already sown some things. You want to just do more. You're thinking you're trying to figure out. So do you? are you active in any kind of youth group besides with, with the children, or do you want to start something to help the people, the young people? 
with your parenting skills, you did a great job with your daughter and your, your grandchildren, and they need more of that. I'll put it this way. I think sometimes I, I, my mom used to say I would have been underneath the jail. <laughs> it <They> was <were> my. <laughs>
another selection for a song, and we're going to talk about more powerful stuff. I'm hoping that, like, really, um, you're going to add more conversation so you can, you hear something that you like, you know, you can talk about that as well. But you came up with a good part of how we develop our positive energy. It starts at home. You know, our parents are the ones that give us our positive energy. If I can say my mom, like I said, she's 91 years old. I'm sure you you know, you think about um, parents and how they struggle to raise their children. You saw them um, going to work every day, doing the best they could by their families, sitting down, having dinner with their children. These are all yep. positive Im- Im- imagery. So you had dinner with your family at home? It was every day at 5 o'clock. Wow. We even had a time. A time. Yep. We ate dinner together every day at 5, maybe 5.30 at the latest if my father was a little late coming in from work. He did construction. Uh-huh. Right. So every day it was <laughs> it was no excuse not to be but at the kitchen. But it was a reason. And the kitchen was closed after dinner. Wow. You ate what was sit there. You ain't have no choice of what you was eating unless you bought it and <laughs> cooked it. <laughs> and was, so, it, was, it a no. good, was it a good salad three-course meal Like it usually was some greens With a yep. starch and it was a, a piece of meat You got that right And maybe it, like a dessert or something like that My parents, I know my mom always gave us something that was good it was, it was a pot of beans We had. I mean let's think about some positive imagery That the children are now missing So we think about how we can get to a state Where we are right now with the kids being like We don't care or a sense of abandonment Because there's that close-knit family part, the whole parents, where the parents are, it's not a one-parent home. You had a mom and a dad, waited for daddy to get home from work, and they ate, y'all ate together. Look at that. That's all positive energy. That's wonderful. That's what keeps us alive. And with our community now, we're thinking about that that has disappeared a lot. lot, Not all homes, but some. And I ask one more question. I know the answer to this question because you've had it on Facebook, but I want you to tell the people how long you've been married. Uh, 30 Two years. Thirty-two years. To the love of your life. <laughs> yeah, you've been a good guy. He's a good guy. And for me, guy. what I, I always say, what I'm really proud of, it ain't been like that separation. We need time and all of that. The only time we was apart is when I was in and out of the hospital. So that uh-huh. I, I've always really been proud of. Oh, that's fantastic. I want you to share with the people because that also brings positive energy. The connection that I can say that parents stayed together, they loved on each other, and they were there for each other. But I was t- sharing on a story last night about the single-parent homes. In uh, my neighborhood, there was a couple called the Robinsons. Um, they were married for 72 years. So they were married as teenagers. They were 94, 95 when they, when they passed away, and actually just passed away, I think, this year. 72 years they were married. So wow. there's not a lot of that going on today. You know, you can barely get through five or ten years, and people are saying they don't want to be together anymore. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you know, it's it's sad. It's sad. But the children are saying this. So, yeah, because I, I think, think well, the, part of it is, is, is uh, uh, this is my second marriage. I think, one, uh-huh. you don't... You don't hear or you don't quite understand the sickness and health and rich and for poor. I don't think they quite understand what that means. I, I realize that after the mistake from the first one. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, but, all right. You know, you say sick, people think of the flu or a common cold or 
something minor. You don't think about those those other things that can creep in there. Right. And either it's going to pull you closer together or push you further apart. That's right. That's right. So that's a positive imagery, though, I wanted to just share with the people because we think about um, the self-awareness and even you as a person doing what you need to do to take keep your family together. That's a, that's a blessing. So thank you again for sharing. And you can hold the line. You don't, have, you don't have to hang up. Hold on the line. I've got some more things to talk about. I'm going to have DJ still play another selection. We'll get back more into the conversation, talking about um, the power of positivity, what is your energy, energy source, you know, um, life, life itself. That's all, that's all about energy. But then what fuels you? What makes you do what you do? What makes you tick? You know, your old, your learning from when you grew up as a child and then what you learned when you grew up. You said you had two marriages, but the first marriage, you learned from the mistakes from that one. You depend on the same ones in the second one. So you learn lessons mm-hmm. and, how, yeah. and how to do better, right? So, you got that I'm, right. I, I'm with you on that one. I had one. I had my second one in front of two years, so we did better. We still had our problems. We did better. <laughs> so I agree with that. So, DJ Chill, do you have a selection for us? And I'm going to let my dear friend Laverne. And we have other calls that are, that are there uh, on the line. Yeah, I got a selection. And um, the callers, all you got to do is push star away. But one thing was said that really caught my ear, and I don't understand it. I'm still trying to learn it. But she said so long she's been in a marriage. But when she said second marriage, that hit me like a brick because I'm hearing this so many places. My pastor said he was in his second marriage, and he's still with his wife now. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with the first marriages. Is it to the point where they're not, um, how you saying, being respected, or they're not really understanding what love really is, or is it they just take it as a has, like a little, you know how you get something, and, and if you don't, if you don't work for it, it's not appreciated. So it's freaking me out because when you go through it, now you're like, oh, now if I'm going to do it again, I'm going to work hard. So I'm going to go do the bull crap again called search and, you know, either search and destroy or search and make noise. Laverne, you want to answer some of, the, some of that so we can get well, to the next one? For me, I got married when I was 18. The dumbest thing I ever did. I mean, I think it was dumb for anybody and maybe it's because back when listening to my mom when they came along she was like 15 16 when she got married and how women got married younger back then and I just thought I was ready and in love at 18 and he was still full of a whole lot of play where I was really serious but I think the age had a lot to do with it um, he didn't, where I was used to my father working and my mom doing days work or whatever, and I was always used to having electric and running water and all of that, and he didn't come up that way, but I thought, you know, I knew some of his history, but I thought he would be the opposite of what how he grew up. You know, mm-hmm. they come home, didn't have no electric, but uh, it came that he didn't care. If he had water and electric, I did. Right. So, nah, wow. and he, he wanted to be, he called himself a little drug dealer, but he was a broke drug dealer, you know, so. <laughs> is it better, is it better? 
is it better to um, work hard together from scratch than having something that was like given to you like an inheritance where it's go, you know, if one side of the family got something and then the other side of the well, not the other side, yeah. the other side of the um, party doesn't, they're like, Psh, well, that's just a given compared to if you work for it from scratch, from being with nothing to getting the first house or first apartment to getting your first home all together, is that better than, you know, what I just said of the opposite? That some, some, well, all right, so with this, with the second one, I knew, I knew what I wasn't going to tolerate. And I, you know, yeah, I was going to, there was things that this one probably would appreciate it more hmm. that I did the first go round that I just refused to to do this go round. Better and different, but he was one a different person, and he truly didn't care who was making the most money because at the time I was making a little bit more, so that didn't affect his manhood at all. He went out there and was working two, three jobs sometimes. And what we did, we just did together. We built from there. Wonderful. Wonderful. I do well, think I mean, You didn't throw it in the face and make him feel less than a man. I thank you so much for that, Laverne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thank you because of the fact that one thing you didn't say was in-laws was in the way. Because I ain't oh. going to lie. The mother's mm-hmm. the problem. But here you go. I, I I need a beautiful flower boy. I'm married, but Jesus Christ, man, I need help. Right Now we 
and people have defined certain things from, um, if you look at certain cultures, okay, we'll go there. And you look at um, um, a lot of Asian cultures, they have different types of uh, martial arts that they name certain things as far as like Taekwondo and you have um, Kung Fu and different things. A lot of the basis of their energy as they seek to um, get to their, find their strength, and it's powerful. It really is. People really understand how powerful they are within. And if you, not that you're practicing martial arts, but just on a regular basis, this life force that's in you is the life force of your creator. It's meant to be powerful. It's meant to be healing. It's meant to be also calming. It's not meant to really cause that chaos and what that's happening out here, that negative energy that's really being prevalent um, in the world today. So we have more of the positive energy life force, we could be stronger and stronger and actually heal our people and heal this nation, um, our nation of people. I don't, I don't mean the whole world as in the United States of America. I'm talking about the African-American race of people, for one, one right now, but then there are others that are broken up because of how we are dysfunctional. We are, are intermarried, so we are affecting every race of the country. But we, we need to heal from within and heal our hearts, our minds, and heal our spirits. So getting back to um, the Asian uh, Taekwondo and the Chi and all different things that people talk about, um, is that energy source that comes from within. So that is, my, my guest is not on the air. She didn't start eight. Jane, are you out there? <laughs> so when you um, go into meditation and you think people quiet their spirits in their mind, um, some people tell you to empty your mind. And I don't particularly believe you should empty your mind. You should have I believe you should, you should still have positive thoughts. And as to practice that, that is what gets you into prayer. Like you get into your prayer and talking about the things that you may have done or just your hope for the day, you know, hoping to have a good day, hoping to have safe travels. All that's good because you're talking about safety and getting to the destination state, you know, um, hoping that you can speak a kind word to someone. That's important. Um, the next caller, I think it's got unmuted. Um, DJ Chill, another caller on the line. Welcome, caller. DJ Fully Joy, you're on DJ. Enjoy Hope. How you doing today? I'm sorry, I don't see that caller. Okay, all right, all right. I'm on uh online, so I thought the call had changed through. All right, so we're gonna have um our CEO say something. Are you on point? You talking to me or I'm in the, um, oh. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Peace out. I'm blessed with Queen. Hey, how are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. How about yourself? I'm wonderful. I'm I'm over here getting my tea in order. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and start your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of tea over here, you know. I'll wait. I'm um, waiting for you. <laughs> Nah, I'm actually good tonight. I'm enjoying everything you're saying. Um, especially when it comes to you know positive and negative energy. You know, you become the force that you surround yourself with. Wow. You know what I mean? So if you're yep. constantly around negative people and negative energy, you're going to become negative. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. The same is true for positive. You know, it's kind of that that mantra of you hang around broke people, you stay broke. You hang around people (laughs) that's rich or getting money, 
you learn how to get rich and get money. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it, it works along that same guideline. You know, you, your energy is important because it, it dictates how your day goes and how it finishes, how it starts and how it finishes. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times yeah. you're having a bad day, but either you can let that bad day get the best of you or you can, you know, keep it pushing and get the best of it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But it will definitely dictate, you know, how you start and when you was and how you finish. And when you were talking about the different forms of um things that we do for with energy or for energy, you know, um when you was running down the medication and all the other things, like one of the things that um I tap into is libation. And mm-hmm. libations is like another form of meditation. You know what I mean? But it's a connection with the ancestors. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think that libations just have to deal with alcohol beverages, you know, the wine and the spirits type thing. But that's not, you know, so I remember, um, I don't know if anybody remember the D.C. Sniper. Mm-hmm. Um, my One of my homies, one of my best homies, his dad was the one killed in the gas station by the D.C. Wow. Sniper. Yeah, so um, when we went to his passing, you know, we gave libations, and that was the first time I've ever done it, you know what I mean? But um, it wasn't the first time I've ever seen it. It was just the first time that I've ever done it. And it was interesting because it was more so a celebration of his life instead of a mourning of his death, you know what I'm saying? So when we gave those libations, you know, we take that drink. And even even in uh, Kwanzaa, when everyone drinks from the same cup or is supposed to drink from the same cup when it goes around, that's a form of libation. And that's that energy, that's everyone's energy connected. It's almost like the Transformers. You know how you got a Transformer and, you know, like the, the, the main one, all of the little ones, jump onto a body part and become a body part and make up the one massive transformer. Well, that's pretty much what the libations is when you're doing it with your, you know, your your people. You're connecting that energy with that, with your ancestors and within each other. You know what I mean? And when that connects, you know, that, that force of love is is incredible. It's incredible. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm just falling back, chilling, listening and, and like loving what I'm hearing. You know? It's awesome. Okay, well thank you for the education. But when I was growing up in the hood <laughs> I'm saying I'm being bad. So listen, I can remember when the guys was on the corner and they was crooning. So one of the guys that wasn't there no more they used to pour out their drink a little bit for the homies. And they, was, they had it in the movie, too. I think I had it on the cool Libation. Cool <laughs> Libation. Remember that? It's Libation. Yeah. It's the same yeah, thing. I never, I never had, knew a name for it. There was a name for it, but. Yeah, it's, it's Libation. It's, it's just that connection. When they when we pour a little out for the homies that ain't here, you know what I mean? That's, that's just connecting with him in, a, in another form. You know what I mean? Like, you're, 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 Spirit that's broken is reaching out to connect to his spirit that's gone. You know what I mean? And trying to connect them to bring them back together in memory of him. 
never forgetting that. You know, that's oh, that whole, that's why we say, you know, gone but never forgotten. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you hear the day you go on tomorrow and people take it like that. Like, you know, that's why they say give people their, their flowers while they're here, not when they're gone, because they can't smell them. You see what I'm right. saying? So, you know, that's pretty much what libation is. It's just that connecting of energy between you and either a, a lost loved one or a, um, a, a, um, an ancestor, your ancestor. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right. So, we have, yeah, it is very interesting. I know a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't do that today. So there are people out there still do it, but not, not many. Because they're not, that's part, like I know, like I said, when I was growing up in the 60s and 70s and stuff like that, I saw my, my brothers do that, like, because they, they were older than me, you know, and I haven't seen anybody do that since, but I do understand the concept um, behind it. I still do it. Put that back to my attention. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't know um, different things. I don't see, see people do it, so you still do it, you probably do it in the closed doors or whatever, behind closed doors, but no one ever says that anymore. You know what I mean? Like they'll say, let's have a moment of silence will be something that they do. I never heard anybody say, let's have a, let's do a libation. That's all I'm saying. So it's not like a, a, a regular practice on some people's behalf, but on yours you say it is. Right? Is that correct? Say that last part again. Were you talking to me said, or were you talking to mm-hmm. Yes. I was saying it's not like a regular practice. I don't see people on a regular basis doing that. But you're saying you you have a regular practice. That's something that you practice. But I see people say, um, let's have a moment of silence. Like they do that on a regular, like um, more outward, and they would say, let's do, let's have a libation. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? They don't. It's not an open practice. I think it may still be with the guys because I know some of the old heads around my around my mom's way when they have uh-huh. um someone has passed that they hung out with I know they kind of like when they, they get among themselves or where they hung out at they do it there and I think right. that's more of a respect thing to the parent to the families not knowing if they're into it or not the more but I not, know they have not. done it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay that's the, I'm, I'm saying probably the same thing I, I think more guys would do that more than I never seen a female, mostly the guys, and stuff like that. So, and Mr. One Point, since you're on now, you want to give the following the top of the hour? It's almost top of the hour, like like two minutes. Sure, sure, not a problem. Um, again, peace, power, and blessings, everybody out there in Radio Land. Thank you for tuning in to On Point Radio. Um, and Joy's Hope, where you know DJ will host DJ Philly Joy. Um, if you want to be part of this On Point movement and get some of this positive energy that DJ Philly Joy, you know, gives off to us all. If you want to be down with this movement, know that On Point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Reach out to us on Facebook, On Point Enterprises. Again, our Facebook is On Point, one word, O-N-T-O-I-N-T, Enterprises, G-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. If you're on Instagram, follow us at team underscore On Point 215. Again, our Instagram is same, T-E-A-M, underscore, on point, 215. If you're on Twitter, reach out to us, at team on point. Our Twitter is at team on point. You can also go to our website and read about on point in the different uh, 
taxes that make up on point and the different, you know, people that support on point and what we do in the community and the and abroad. Go to our website, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, our website is onpoint215.weebly.com. You can also email us with any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear discuss. Shoot us an email at onpoint215.gmail.com. Again, our email on point two one five at gmail dot com, or you can give us a call or a text directly at the network. With any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, topics, or or you know discussions you want to hear discuss, reach out to us by text or by phone at two six seven four one seven O N T T. That's on point two six seven four one seven six six seven eight. And shout out to all of the people on Instagram and Facebook. That uh, posting all their pictures from the comedy show and all of the positive <laughs> comments. We appreciate that. We enjoyed having you out and supporting. Keep supporting us. We do it for you, for the people. That being said, back to you, Frank. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that, too. I um, really appreciate that. Thank you so much again. And I understand we have another caller. Um, and the queue. Welcome, caller. This is DJ Philly Joy on Joy's Hope. Did you How hear you me? I can. Uh, oh, hi, this is Paula. Paula, hey, Paula. Paula. I didn't know how to talk, so I'm just learning. Hi, Paula. Hi. Thank you for calling. How are you doing you? tonight? Excuse me. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. All right. Yeah. You want to share about what we were discussing and um, that you want to share that helps you to be more positive or well, here and in reference to the libation, the libation that is an an African ritual, and so uh, there there are different different ways to actually do it, but it's it's, it's actually done in in a uh, a, a ritual uh, to to open up in the event or or whatever where where you would pour the water or what whatever and there there also is um is a is incense uh and you would you you would call the names of the people spirit that you would want present but you know um you should be cautious when you're when you're conjuring up spirits. Uh, because you don't know where these spirits are, so that's just some, something that you should be guard, guarded on. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So you so you've been studying about that. Is that why you were able to um, on that? You've experienced yeah, that before. I, I was I I was introduced to that back in the oh my god back in the eighties uh, when I was a member of Imani Temple in um, in Washington. And that was the African uh, American Church, and that's when um, the libation was introduced to me, because before the mass, the service would start. That's that's the first thing that would be done, is to pour libation and call up the names of um, of different people. Of uh, spirits that you would like to be present. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's really deep. Uh, um, it goes deep deeper than 
than being with your buddies and you're going to pour uh, uh, some of the wine or whatever to the ground for that person or or whatever. It really is a um, a deep ritual. Uh, okay. Ritual. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. We'll have to definitely um, learn more about that because um, we want to make sure that we're doing things that are uh, hoping something positive. And I think that when my CEO was sharing it, I think he did it on the positive vein where he was just giving out an offering to yeah. those that weren't here. But like you said, yeah. it's been a ritual, it was a ritual. It's tied to something more deeper than what maybe we all know. So, mm-hmm. Well, DJ Fully Joy, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, the sister is absolutely correct. That's why I said it's a connection with the ancestors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when given a libation. Um, and that's why I said, you know, doing it outside, pouring out a little liquor for the homies, that is, that's, that's a, it's a connection. You're trying to connect with the lost one that you just lost, but it's not in the form of the ancestral um, right. You know how you have Muslims here in America do things different from the Muslims over in Iran or Iraq. You know what I mean? Right. It's a different yeah. form. They're still Muslims. They just operate differently. Well, it's the same kind of thing. You know what I mean? But, um, yes, libation is very deep, and you do have to be cautious of, you know, who you're trying to conjure up. You know what I mean? But, um, like I said, in, in our case, we gave libations for the gentleman who had just been, you know, killed. Um, yeah. Shot. So we were just trying to, instead of mourning a death, it was a a um, kind of a celebratory of life. Mm-hmm. Celebration of life. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, you, because, you know, um, libations can run almost close to witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So when you, like the voodoo thing, like you have to be careful of that. So she's absolutely right. But, you know, when you're just exercising the libations, like I said, at Kwanzaa, everyone go around, drink from that same cup. Um, It's kind of a a different feel. You know what I mean? Um, Uh And and a different um, usage of it. You know what I'm saying? But I agree yeah. this is absolutely correct. Thank you. Thank you very much, Paula. Paula, um, um, Paula, can people know who you are and where you're calling from? You didn't oh, um, I just know Paula. <laughs> yeah, my name is Paula Chandler Paramore. Born and raised in Philly, now live in Delaware. And, uh, and presently, because when I, when I actually tuned in, you were talking about being around positive or negative people. And I was think, thinking, well, I guess I'm in trouble because I'm a mental health clinician at a prison here in, in uh, Delaware. So uh, most of the people that I'm around are negative. <laughs> wow. Uh, so it's 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 really it's really tough because as the saying goes, light and, and darkness cannot coexist together. And if you are around corrupt people, you will eventually become corrupt as well. That's just how strong it is. So you you definitely have to be to be mindful of yourself and uh, and everything. But you know we're actually there to help 
to help the men um, to cope with their present uh, living conditions. Wow. And uh, the day can be can be negative. I mean, every day is a a drama day. And what I notice is that some days I am mentally drained, mentally okay. drained, because it's yeah. all mental work. Do you mm-hmm. find that part of it is do you hear the same? Cause I don't know if you t- was listening before when you just kind of t- briefly hitting on, well, at least I was, but how kids are raised and the, the discipline that, I feel I feel like we are raising a group of generations that's lost already. Mm. So, and with you being within that system, are you hearing a lot of the same stories, like broken homes or abusive homes? What are you kind um, of? Yeah, um, talking with the men, um, they will bring that up. How? They experience trauma as children and awful things that happen to them. But I have to say, on the other hand, there are other people that bad things happen to them as well, and they didn't turn to um, a crime. So it it kind of depends on that person. Uh, I guess that person's strength and values and morals and all of those things. And I, I know that that when you when you need to eat or to survive to live, you may you might think of doing something uh crim, crim, criminal just right. to just to live, you know, but um uh some of the men are are reoccurring offenders, you know, they're coming in and they're released and they're back again and they're, you know, so it's like a re- revolving door. Some Not of them get it. Some of them actually get it. But some of them have been in there so long, some of them went in may, maybe as young as 9, 10, 11. Oh, no. So young. Really? Yeah, so they've been in the system so young from from doing crazy stuff that that's all they know is prison. I mean, wow. it, it is amazing the things that I'm that I'm that I'm learning, and what I plan on doing for my dissertation is I journal every day what goes on every day because um, I'm sure there are books out there in reference to the prison system written by inmates or by officers or by psychologists or whatever. I don't I I, I don't really know but um it's just it's just interesting. Um it it's just so interesting, that's all I can say. And also too, um I work at an all male prison. This is the prison uh that <laughs> that held up the prison last year in Smyrna. So yeah. that's the prison that I am at, and um, um, there there are human there that are transgendered. So it's a great learn learning experience. It's you're you're, you're learning every day. 
So, so Paula, I know, I know you said you were sometimes mentally drained. You said that drained you. So one of the things I want to just ask you, because I'm talking about um, positive energy and tap, tapping into that positive energy, and you said uh-huh. sometimes you're drained. You're saying like you're overwhelmed sometimes with the negativity that's yeah. out there. So, I mean, that's a profession that you chose to be in or one that you mm-hmm. just really feel called to? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how yeah, so, yeah, it's, so it's, Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, you know, I, I've been dancing my entire life, and I teach dance, but I just felt a need to take it further. And so my first ex- experience with, with the prison system was I, um, I, I volunteered through my church's prison ministry to go into the prison in Camden. Well, it's not really a prison. It's a correctional facility. And I worked with the, the female inmates. Well, that wasn't really prison. Where I'm at is a prison, prison, where there's serious, a cell yeah. and everything. I mean, this is serious prison, right? And uh, I, I just wanted to to help people at a much higher level that, that really needed help. And so right. I wanted to take all of my energy and everything that I do and to help people in that, in that aspect. But even when I taught dance, dance, when the class was over, I felt the energy leave because the energy goes back and forth between the teacher and the student. It goes back and forth. So, yeah. you know, yes, the, the, um, the energy left me, but I wasn't mentally drained. I might have been phys- physically drained because I was dancing. With, with what I'm doing now, it's all mental. Although I may do some creative art stuff where we would play with the balls or something or whatever is still mental um, because they're, like, taking everything from you and you're give, giving everything that you have to them just for them to get it. So I understand now where they say that this still, you can burn out quickly. I get that. And, and in order for you to prevent that from happening, you've got to have self-care. However way you can get self-care. And that self-care would be dancing. I love dancing, but I haven't been out dancing. I'm now going horseback riding. That's another wow. form of therapy. Uh, just going to the beach, just, just doing things, going, going on a cruise. You have to do those things just to relieve all of that stuff that you're taking in from everybody. Yeah. You're taking and giving out a lot too. So that's why we're talking about the energy that you have within. So even that, that you have that mind to want to help other people has to come from somewhere within you. I right. mean, you have your own family. You have families that you have also raised and, you know, you feel as though you nurture them positively, like you have a good outlook, seems like. So that outlook you want to share with the, the men and you don't, mm-hmm. you don't give up you don't give up on them. You continue to right. sow, sow into their lives. Right, right. And you see, uh, working, doing this type of work, you can't take things pers- personally. And I noticed that the nurses, because we, we share the same office, the nurses be off the hook 
they be bouncing off the walls. They be stressed out. Their mouths are are filthy. I mean, they be saying some stuff. I be like, what the heck? But I have learned to keep myself in the present moment and to be mindful of how things are affecting me and how I'm I'm feeling. So I try not to let that get me anxious, and and I have to keep myself like that. So I try hard not to take things so personal. I like you know, that. Because, because there are a lot of them have mental illness, whether they came in with it or while there they developed it. You mean the, the, in, the inmates or the, the inmates? The, 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 the inmates. And <laughs> the nurses, uh, they're like really, they're really stressed out. They, they well, are. And I think well, that has a lot to do with, um, with burnout too, because they may have been in that position for a while. And it can become frustrating, especially yeah. when the men do crazy stuff like like swallow race, razor blades and screws and oh all sorts of crazy stuff. It's some crazy stuff. <laughs> and so just oh them, them out and awe, and it is something. It's something to behold. Well, it's one of the things you said about the, about the different things in reference to that because um, – I had um, picked an article. My, my, actually, my boss got this article, and she was sharing because I work in the hospital. So the nurses, do, they, do, they can get burned out because one thing you always see a lot of times as nurses, you see people in pain. Pain mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. a crippler. Pain yeah. is mental. It's emotional. It's every, oh, my gosh, you'll be in pain. Anybody ever experienced real pain? You mm-hmm. are, you pull, you're pulling your hair out. Like you really, it really hurts. I don't know if it's what hurts was in childbirth, but uh, people are in some serious pain. They constantly are oh, in pain. Yeah. Yeah. So the nurses see these on a regular basis. And they can't. They can't help. They always can't help, but they advocate right. for the people and then with the doctors. And so they're sometimes they feel like their hands are tied. That's one way. Mm-hmm. But one of the mm-hmm. things my, my uh, manager she picked out was an article called "The Power of of, the, of Positivity" or being positive. Mm-hmm. So those mm-hmm. nurses are are fighting, like you said, you are to find a way to be positive in the, in the atmosphere that sometimes there's a lot of negativity because people are in the hospital. They're sick. They want, they right. want to get well, but they don't mm-hmm. understand the concept that, you know, I know one concept we had over the weekend, laughter is good medicine because oh, it releases yeah. good endorphins. But who wants to laugh when they're going through a trauma, for real, for real? They don't really right. understand that they're, concept. They're, you know, they don't have the energy to laugh. They don't have the energy to laugh. So but if a nurse <laughs> comes in that, Yep. Not bringing their problems to work, see how that can set the atmosphere a little bit differently. Differently, so positivity. Even though they know it may not be a good outcome, but they understand the concept of the joy or laughter or positivity that can it can bring healing to the person they're, they're, they're taking care of. You see, yeah. it can help yeah. because it's, it's contagious. So she had that article. You know, you got to see it in action. Even with they, like say, if the person wants something, a writing tablet, or they want to just be able to write or call the family. If you are there to sit with them and assist them in that, it makes them feel better. Like you're not yeah. abandoning them. But a small, a question they might have, they might, might want to ask you. Don't say, oh, I don't have time for that right now. Like, really, just take a minute and see what they want mm-hmm. to say. You know. Mm-hmm. So all those things I'm just saying about being positive. That's a whole mindset from. It is. That's right. Yeah. And you and and you have to develop that mindset. It's not just going to come to you. And I've, I've said it to the men so much 
The power is the, is within yourself. It's not outside yourself. Stop looking outside yourself for things to make you happy or 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 yes. um, to fulfill your goal. It's it's all within yourself. And you know, you could be in a mansion with with billions of dollars mm-hmm. and be miserable. You got that and, right. And you can be in the cell and be miserable. One of the men told told me last. Friday when I was leaving that he felt good. I said, that's amazing. Here you are in prison feeling good when there's somebody in a, a mansion feeling miserable. It's all oh within yourself. It's, it's so within yourself. Really, really yeah. it is. So that, that, yeah. that, that self, that self um, not even self-esteem, but it's just that self-worth that you have, that you really know that you're valuable, but you're also sowing good seeds into yourself to realize that, you know, it's, it's, come, it's innate, it's there, but we have mm-hmm. to, you know, make it blossom and come out and not let things that are outside us, the trials, tribulations, or distresses or stresses, mm-hmm. dampen it and cause it to diminish, you know. So I, you know, I can say I experienced, I experienced something over the weekend I want to share with you guys. I shared with um, my CEO. I had uh-huh. a, well, so a couple of people. I um, actually did my first, I think my, it's my first real DJing job. Because I DJ now, Paula, you know that already. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So my first comedy show, I did that. But I told um, my CEO I, that I made myself like anxiety. I couldn't even go to work the day, day before. I wanted to perform very well. I wanted to do a good job. So it was like encompassing. And I've been practicing, but it was nothing the same that day. But it was hot and I was tired. But everything just uh-huh. came on one. I told my little anxiety self to take a nap because I was so tired. To take yourself uh-huh. a nap. You can't change anything now. It is the day of, so whatever will happen will happen. Just do your best. You right. See? So I didn't know the true meaning of anxiety or like stress and really I experienced it, but I always had that positive attitude to get out of it. But that was the day that I can say I really had a t- had a touch of it. I really experienced it. But I knew one thing that helps sometimes is rest. You have to yeah. rest your body because if you got all these things going on and your body is weak, negative forces can come in even more, and they yeah, can't for your spirit even more. Mm-hmm. You can't think straight. So yeah. that was that was just one of the things I want to share as far as being positive. You have to have a good, clear mind and mm-hmm. want it. You have to want it. Don't let the yeah. enemy come in and you know cause you to have all these distresses and stresses and stuff and live in that. So thank you. So much for sharing, Paula, about your experiences and what you're going through. You can't go through an asshole. Huh? What what you're going through as far as that goes? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Uh huh. So, even if you go through different things in life like that, you still have to really have a positive attitude. And I want to just give a a shout out to um, the people that are talking about different issues among our people. And sometimes we don't think about talking about. Um, black people, some people say African-American, different things like that. But we have a lot of stresses on a regular basis. Uh-huh. People will not tell you that we have been through from traumas, the trauma of realizing that you want to survive every single day and what things that keep, sometimes keep you down. But there are people that are out here that want to share these things through um, poetry, through prayer, through life experiences and help people come up higher to realize we still, we still are surviving. We're still here. We're not extinct. We're still here. We have problems, but we're still here. So yeah. let's be positive every single day with your good thoughts and good thinking. One thing I want to share with you guys, too, I have another call that's in queue. I think that um, you guys have called, and I see you online, uh, 
Put the pin code in one four six two seven seven pounds. One pound to listen. I need you guys that have not star eight to star eight to share the conversation. I do have a uh, somebody that's out there that I think got through the line. They just hung up. That was Texas. They just hung up. So, but you guys are on here, um, New Jersey. I see you on the line, uh, Roddy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Lady uh, DJ Philly Joy. Yep, yep. Um, keep your positive energy going. We got a couple negative people in the building, but it's cool because okay. they're being investigated. Well, I need them to know that while we're on air. They are being okay. investigated, so let them continue to do what they're doing. And um, we will be pressing charges to the full extent as soon as we find out. Thank you for letting them get out. Okay, so you see... Even when you try to have free speech and free conversation, which doesn't cause anybody any problem, people still do what they do. Keep your positive energy up. I want to share something. Paula and Laverne, thank you for calling in and whoever else is here to share. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, so thank you. So one of the things I mentioned about nurses is that nurses have a lot of stresses. And even at your profession, um, Paula, that you uh-huh. have stresses. But one of the things my manager said she did was give positive energy out. You have to want positive energy. So now at every briefing we have to give three positive events that happen on a regular basis. They don't have to be work-related. It could be somebody got engaged and they're getting married. It could be that, um, that one of the people bought donuts in for the whole. It's something positive that happened mm-hmm. in the course of that night. Mm-hmm. Or the patient that was rapidly fine, they were they were successfully, you know, intubated and they came they came back around. Whatever you know what I mean. So it could be mm-hmm. any positive event. You have to pull into your your resources and bring some positive out. And that's what we need to share on a regular basis every single day. So, I have noise in the background. I hope you guys can hear me. So if you want to mute your phone, if you have. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, friends. Okay. Thank you. So how many days do you do this? Do you have your station up? Okay. So um, I'm on on point once a week, which is on Tuesday. I was going to make that announcement. But every Tuesday from 9 to 11, we talk about Mm -hmm. everything from A to Z. But my hope, my show called Joy's Hope, is helping our people endure. That's what that that, that H-O-P-E means to me, that we Uh don't let hope die. We keep hope alive. So whatever we've been through in life, realize that a new day brings new mercies, new graces, That's new right. a new beginning every single day. So don't give up because you've been uh-huh. through something. You aren't the only person. You're one of a million that may have been through what you've been through. It's your DNA. It's your outcome, what you look at to see if you can get through that thing. You see what I'm saying? Connect with other people. Don't keep it a secret. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. You're not the only one. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's what all the whole hope of this program is to get people out of their funk, Bring them to a higher, higher call and realize they, they have a purpose to be here. We all do. Okay? So yeah. in my Friday show, I'm on Issues of Heart. Issues of the Heart. That is um, pretty much the same kind of concept. We talk about everything from A to Z. But I, I, I sometimes do my own DJ, but I, I haven't had have, have my uh, I DJ last week, though. I did DJ on my own show last week. But um, when I come on, I kind of like make, make what I'm saying, go with my music, and I have people to share poetry or whatever they want to share. And talk. And that's from five to seven, a little bit earlier time. And you know, pretty much speak. And you can talk about what you want to talk about on that show as well. So I do this. And believe it or not, ladies, and you probably know this already. When you uh, face your own fears, things that you have fear of, one of them was like public speaking. So this is helping me to overcome a fear. And one of them is that I started sometimes I talk real fast, but it's helping me to learn how to talk 
denunciate better the flow, but also explain my heart towards the people. And like you said, um, Paul, you have a call towards people that, you know, you want to help people. That's mm-hmm. our, all our mission, want to help people to endure, to help them get out of the, you know, our people get out of their funk and get some up higher yeah. and be, yeah. be better and live better, you know, in this world today. Well, we need it. We definitely we definitely need it. So um, positive, more positive thoughts as far as meditating. What do you guys think about meditating? I know some people say they look at that yoga, they look at different things. I hope my my sister friend called, Jane, are you out there? You can call in, I hope that you start eight. Um, that she teaches, um, my, my dear nurse, um, teaches holistically, teaches meditation um, and about for people to, you know, get their spirit in the right place, just to find out who they are, connect with themselves too as well. And I think that's important. But I know I've been told by people not to have your mind clear, like not to think about anything, not that respect, but you have to really think about peaceful thoughts, you know, or you have good news and things like that. What do you think about meditation, um, Laverne? I've tried it, but as soon as I get quiet, everything else starts flooding through. <laughs> like I just can't clear my mind. <laughs> oh, see, I hear you. You tried it. When you tried it. I pray I always do, especially to try to put myself down to relax at night. But like like you, when I have a project that I'm working on, I've seen the the anxiety level gets a little higher. Real high. Yep, real high. I think that comes from us wanting to, well, I know what me, wanting to perform, I guess, to be perfect. And I know none of us are perfect. And I think it's my own inadequacy. I know that I'm inadequate in some areas, and I and I face my fears in that respect. But I still try to put my best foot forward. Like, however, you know, that's my best. I'm not gonna give you any any mess. I'm gonna give you my best. How I can do my, you know, that's that's just it. But I still am my worst critic. I think that's probably what we are, our worst critics, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Paula. What do you think about meditating? Do you think about uh, it sometimes? Yeah, I am a uh, member of the DA hospital here in Delaware's mindfulness group. And uh, I'm telling you, um, when you take a moment, just five minutes, just to be quiet within yourself, it really really helps. And, yes, you are going to have those thoughts, and you are going to be aware of all all different types of sounds around you, but that's okay. You just notice it and you just let it go. And you just go back to meditating. And if something else comes, you notice it and you just let it go. You don't you do not have to judge it or in or anything like that. Just accept it and let it go. And uh but what's gonna happen is that once you start to make that a habit it comes to you so easily. I remember back in the 80s when I started to um, to meditate, and I brought my kids home from school, and my husband and kids were going through the house, and I sat in a chair, and I just went into meditation. And I heard it, but, it, it you know, it didn't uh, disturb me or anything. So, yeah, uh, it's really, really good. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought up mindfulness. I want to just share what that really is. I don't know if people have heard that phrase before. Some people really haven't when it comes to meditation. And one of the things I'm looking at here is this, it says 
What is mindfulness? Are you supposed to clear your mind or focus on one thing? Here's the mindfulness definition of mindfulness. Mindfulness, it's a pretty straightforward word. It suggests that, you know, the mind is fully attending to what's happening, to what you're doing, the space you're moving through. That might seem trivial, except for the annoying fact that we so often veer from the matter at hand. <laughs> our mind takes flight. We lose touch with our body, and pretty soon we're engrossed in obsessive thoughts about something that just happened or fretting about the future, and that makes us anxious. So we've experienced that, you and me, Laverne, and probably many others. But mindfulness is the basic human ability to be fully present aware of where we are and what we're doing and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. Right. Paul, was that a good definition of that? That is an excellent definition because, because, because you are going to be aware of the different sounds that you hear. You are going to be aware of that. You are going to be aware of a chatter that goes on in your head. I mean, that's just only human. And you and really you're really present and a good good way to really get into it is to concentrate on your breathing. If you concentrate on your breath or how fast you're breathing or how slow you're breathing and con- and concentrate on the beat of your heart, that'll help you to really get into meditation. And you are present in the moment. So you may feel that ache in your back. And, you know, you may hear that siren go by. You're going to notice that, but then you're going to let it go. You right. know, and, and, uh, and it, it, it really helps people that fighting PTSD. That's why they have it at the VA. And well, it's also awesome. good for pain. It's also good yeah. for that. And, you know, that's why I am a part of that group, and I go every Monday and Tuesday because of where I'm working, you know. Yes. It just helps me to become mindful and not to overreact or get stressed out or what, or whatever. Can I ask yes. you, how do you, are your kids grown at this point? Like, how do you, yeah. does your job affect your parenting? And well, how my, you, my my appearance sounds mean physically? Yes. Your diamond rings and no damn draws. Okay. Hell, All, right. All right. That's one of our questions are muted. So just ignore that. You guys go ahead and finish what you were saying. Yeah, I mean like with you working in the facilities that you do, does that affect how you do parent your children or your your grandchildren, how you deal with yours? Are you more over, well, I want to say overbearing or you you preach a lot to them of the people that you've met or how they got easily got into certain situations? Uh, well, my kids are grown, so my, uh, my parenting days are over. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's but, never uh, over. <laughs> you know, so um, I just being a clin- a clinician. Uh, the the first thing that we're told and taught is 
this to be non-judgmental. So um, you're working with someone, you don't become judgmental. And I and I, um, I'm I'm sure like that with my kids. I may not have been like that before I actually got into this field. It's like you know you're supposed to do that. You know you're supposed to do that. Da, 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 da. For, for instance, I was te- teaching my uh, my oldest daughter how to drive, and she was 16, and she couldn't stay between the lines. And so I said I said to her, "You learned in nursery school." To stay between the lines. Why is why is that hard to do right now? You know, but um, no, um, um, it's just one thing that I try not to do is to preach and to be judgmental because you really can't help anyone if that's the way you are. Right, I agree. So, you know, just, so just we can't. Mm mm. No. One of the things I think that you um, touched on, um, you really can't help them. Because you know what? A lot, of, a lot of our help, believe it or not, is a lot of times within ourselves. And we don't understand how much we can help ourselves by really finding the root of the cause of why we are the way we are. Yeah. And, yeah. And it, it may have been a lot of things that happened in our lives, yes, with trauma. And I probably can relate to a few of the things that people have gone through with abuse and different things like that. But you know what? I don't let that make me make me who I am today. Hopefully, you cannot let that shake you. You, yes. you, just, you just you just can't make you, you can't you can't let that make you bitter. And all and yes. you know, also too, it's not so much as helping them as it is to guide them because they can only help themselves. Which I tell huh. them that I, like I cannot like help you to to whatever. I can guide you and all, but really it all depends on you. You have to help yourself, you know. You yeah. have to use the tools that you learn to help yourself. So, uh, but, it's, but it's, uh, it's right. yeah, yeah. And, you know, it can change some people uh, working in that type of environment. It has changed some people. But you definitely have got to be mindful every day that you're there about yourself. You have to notice changes within your personality, within yourself. Have I gotten meaner? Am I bitter? Am I this? Am I that? Because um, I am getting all of that flack from my job, and I'm just angry, and I'm just frustrated, so I'm going to take that out on somebody else. And you have to be mindful of those things. So, uh, mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. on. No, go ahead. I so, so, so far, everything's good. But, you know, I, I, I also pray to God to, you know, protect me and to guard me and to, you know, help me not to uh, change who I am. That's right. That's right. You don't dwell on the negative yeah. stuff, but you, you dwell on the more on the positive. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, what, what we need to do. So there, there are ways that I that I realize in my life that I need to continue my energy. Um, if yeah. you guys can relate to you can just say, yes, you can relate to that. And I just said one already. It's not dwelling on the negative things that have happened to me in my life or even the things that are presently happening um, without so – I'm not going to complain about something without trying to find a solution for it. Does that make sense? I'm going to complain about something. I'm hoping that I can 
hopefully within me, find a solution to stop that from happening again and again and again, over and over again. Right. Because it's easy yeah. to complain. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Okay. Well, how can, how can you fix it? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, it's easy to be a complainer. It definitely is. And the other thing is about growing in the past. How about keep bringing the past up, keep bringing the, especially if it's negative, keep bringing the past up. So we should live in what, in the present, or should we live towards the future? How do you guys handle things that are being brought up in the past? Well, going back to the inmates, they live in the past. <laughs> it's like their past is their world. That's all they know is their past. And so I would say to them, trying trying to bring them to the present moment, trying to be in the here and now. Whenever I do therapy, let's concentrate on the here and now, right at this present moment. Now, there are times that I have to go in the past, but mostly we can only control right now. The, the past happened. The future is not really promised. Let's just concentrate right here and now. And it's kind of hard for them to do that, to be in the present. I mean, for some people, that's hard to do, to be in the present moment. It's like right. it's like they don't know how to be in the present moment. They only know how to, to talk about the past or to talk about the future. But what about right now? You know, and, and I, like, I, I, uh, have, mm-hmm. I have nieces that, they're intelligent, educated, and they they totally live. They have been able to throw things up at their parents that happened exactly. when they was in elementary school. Wow. Manipulation, that's all they did. Manipulation. And, and they still <laughs> think that they, and the jealousy that they display, they actually have more in common than they have that's different, but they can't see that with each other, hmm. just two of them, hmm. and they are constantly, constantly into it. Hmm. I mean, and it it just blows my mind because yeah. you know, both intelligent, young, yep. young black women, educated, got very good jobs, and you know, like, so when are you gonna let this go? Like, you ain't doing nothing but destroying yourself in the long run, and That's they know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an, un- an unresolved issue, and it's always going to keep coming up until it's re- resolved. And that's you the know. thing. I don't think that it will ever be resolved to the point where they will accept it and let it go. Mm. I think, I hate to say it, I think only death would do that, and then even with that, they'll find something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, I have to say that. Um, as, we, as, a, as, a, as sensitive as that sound, I have the same issue in my family, believe it or not. You never know what's going on in people's family. You hear people say yeah. what's going on in their family. But we do have yeah. a chatter online. I think DJ Chill can tell us what the chatter wants to ask a question or share something in the conversation. This is my first experience in the chatter to um, call in or to chat online. So, DJ Chill? Well, Lucy Fur, he said, I love you, all my peeps. And then he said, I need a third of you to join me in a rebellion on the Fourth of July. What? And I and I kind of I kind of understand that concept because um, 
if anybody doesn't know, you know, we know the 4th of July was not made for African-American people. Right. Um, that wasn't the day we was emancipated. We never really had that independence on that day. 1776, uh-huh. most of our people were still slaves or going through whatever they were going through. 1865, it still wasn't really a true emancipation. But Juneteenth, um, the 19th, was the time that, you know, that they had the emancipation and right. supposed to be free. But actually, there's still a lot of things going on today that we still have to be free from. So we're still fighting. So I do understand that. And I'm not into that. Yeah. I do have the day off because it's my holiday to be off. But as far as the fireworks and everything else, I know I never, I never really been into that except for years and years ago when I was younger. And I go to my daughter's house sometimes. But I'm not really, it's not really a big day to go down. People got the Benjamin Frank, I think it's Parkway. They're having something down there. Um, uh-huh. America things. But I never really, I don't like crowds like that. So I never <laughs> go down. It's me people. too. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. I understand that. Thank you, Lou. Um, Jill, you can text him back and say thank you for sharing. And we did open his topic up, and I hope that he can understand. We do agree with uh, you on that. As far as the rebellion, I understand about a boycott. Same thing as a rebellion, I guess, but a little less stronger words. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> be careful how you use words these days. But yes, words are powerful. Words yes, are powerful. they are. <laughs> And that's something, I mean, being across the board, I don't think people actually realize how powerful or simple words can yep. affect yeah. someone for the rest of their life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about words, how about this? So positive words versus negative words. You take a whole little piece of paper, put a lot in the middle. You know, in your mind, think of all the positive words you can think of. You know, top of your head, you know, we um, can think of good beautiful, you know, lovely, things like that, whatever, something's pretty, positive words, you know, you're smart, you're intelligent, you know. But negative, on the other contrary, you could say ugly, dumb, stupid. Like, those are negative. Like, you look in both, like, positive, negative. So how we choose our words also come from our energy, you know, what we are allowing more in our mind, our spirit. So how do you guys Feed your spirit on a regular basis. I know I heard meditation. Paul, you got a lot of things going on. You're doing a good job. And I'm really proud of you for hanging in there, girl. You've been through a lot and you're still going to school. Did you show you're doing your thesis statement? Your thesis statement. You got a lot going on, sister. I love you. You're strong. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I need some encouragement. I know. I know. I, I, I said, I'm going to come do a drive-by. I text you. Hey, I know. That's so bad. That's, 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 that's funny. I said, I'm like, who bought him, Paul? I'm going to come do a drive-by. Black on black crime. Do we um, advocate for 
um, the different laws being passed about the things that's going on in the world today that are hoping to, hopefully helping our people better. Um, Paul, I know you said you're right there in that system, and they haven't changed like a revolving door. Are there any of you, right. you have seen really good stories behind um, sharing love and acceptance and hear it, let them talk and get it out so they can bounce back and get back on their on their um, you know their journey of life? Well, one of the problems uh, uh, where I work is that the men um, have a problem with loving themselves. Uh, some of them feel that they need to be punished and um, so much suicide. Uh, so um, some of them don't even feel like that they're men. So love and acceptance is something that we're trying to instill in them, uh, but that's something that's really absent. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think that I think that one of the things um, when it comes to, like you said, Dr. Love and Acceptance, um, culturally, I don't know if you guys are able to, to show one of the things that have been accomplished. And I know that they have trauma they haven't gotten over as well. Mm-hmm. So how do you, I mean, positive energy that has to come from them. I know it comes from you, too, keeping your spirits up, what are they showing yeah. them? that there's hope, but, you know, you're, sometimes you're, sometimes you're fighting a losing battle if your coworker doesn't have that same energy. You following what I'm you're saying? You're right, you're right, you're right. If, if there's more true. of you that's on board, you know, with that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Talk about that in the past. Yeah. So let's, we're going we're gonna to be in the present, and we're going to continue to be in positive to what you suggest. And now, DJ Chill, you got another song for us, and I'm going to see if I can get a, uh, People start eight seven two four 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 seven four four four. We got some more time that you can get in. We have a uh, spoken word piece or a conversation about positive energy, how you um, survive the turmoils of uh, <laughs> things you've been through. I know we all have been through different things, been through things in this world, whether it was uh, abuse or you know people lied on you or just use your name in vain, whatever it may have been, um, things you've suffered but you've come out of because of your positive energy and just rising above the situation. So star eight, uh, 146-277-POUND, one pound to listen, and star eight to talk and share. And a lot of people that haven't star eight yet, so if you guys can star eight, we can get you in on the conversation. You can share uh, what you want to share tonight as well. DJ Till? Yeah, girl, you already know I'm not in my hair. The freak. Y'all can kind of recall a little ways back. Uh huh. Y'all can kind of recall a little ways back. Small trying to fall, always been black, and my hair I tried it all. I even went flat, had a gummy curl, top, and all that crap. Little girl with the pressing curl, age I got a cherry curl. 
13 and I got a relaxing. I wasn't trusting so much laughter. 15 and it all broke off. 18 and I went on that trip. February 2002, I went on and did what I had to do. Because it was time to change my life. It was time to change my life. going on, 
begin to just do a self-reflection. What is, what is good about the situation? What's bad about it? So then share what you can do to change it, okay? So in that thing, maybe you can compliment yourself how you didn't react in a negative way. You know, you were mad, like you got it off your chest, whatever. Now you may have to go back and apologize. You said some things that were kind of vulgar or whatever. It may happen. We don't know, but sometimes we do. Sometimes we, we avoid and we turn around and we just internalize that pain and that suffering. So we may act out on somebody else, somebody else later on and be mad at the next person. They didn't do anything wrong to us, but it happens. We take sometimes things out on somebody else because of what somebody else did because we can give them that voice. A lot of times it's somebody, somebody that's close to us at home, a loved one that goes through because we're going through. So let's try to, you know, be honest about what we're going through. Don't make excuses for what we, what we go through. Don't make excuses about it. Just face the whole facts and, you know, label it. It has to be A, B, C, prioritize how you want to handle it, and think about it, you know. How would, how would you handle the situation? It could have been a, um, somebody just came to you and said something to you about somebody else, but you're, you're saying, I don't want to hear it, or you're saying that you've received it, but now you want to do something about it. So you go tell the other person, but then that's, is that right? Is that wrong? Making decisions about bringing, bringing them together. Paula, Laverne, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being there. Like, you guys have really encouraged me tonight uh, with your energy and your conversation, your thoughts. You know, I love that you came in, um, Laverne, um, about mm-hmm. the parenting and about our young people, because that's, all, that's my desire to reach young people, and we'll be having more about that. So I hope you guys are listening and even participate in that if you, if you desire to um, share in that and give me a, your advice and suggestions. I'm open for that. Because we, we need a whole nation, a whole village to raise these children all over again to get into their lives. And even adults that are going through have, have not been fully raised, <laughs> so to speak, because that's why they wind up in prison sometimes, because they're still in that childlike mentality, you know, and they haven't really fully developed. You said nine years, nine years old. That's really sad. And I heard you say that, Paul. It's really sad in the system that long, you know, through whatever care, through foster care or through uh, juvenile detention center, you know. It's really sad. So. I'm hoping that we can uh, do better, and by learning better, we, we can do better. But education is not just education is the answer. You know, that's no. not just the answer, right? Who said no, and Paula? And it's Laverne. not. Laverne. No. It's not always just the answer, that's for sure. But that's try got to try to listen to them to see where their heads are at. That's true. That's right. The, the, I like that you said about listening. So we have another call that just came on the line just now. Um, welcome, caller. This is DJ Fully Joy uh, with Joyce Hope. You've been unmuted. How are you doing today? I'm doing welcome good, call. Philly Joy. I'm doing good. <laughs> Hello. No, Hi, no. In all seriousness, no. I just want to say this is one of the most positive shows that I've heard. Kudos to you and your callers, the people um, that you have on the line. Shed some light in in my direction on some things that I need to do a little different. But great show, great Thank show. You. I appreciate don't appreciate don't that. have don't have too much to comment other than great show. <laughs> you have some positive energy. You you called in and you you saying support showing support. That is wonderful. That's positive. I thank you very much for doing that. And let's know who you are. Oh, this is Mr. I can't believe he said that. 
Radio host on Wednesdays. I'm here from nine to eleven, and pin number is uh, one four three three four six. I'm going in tomorrow night. All right. We're gonna we're gonna talk about you know the commander in chief and how bad you know who are the real immigrants. Wow. Fourth of July. Yeah. Oh, wow. But not to say, I mean, I don't want to take any shine from this show. This show was fantastic. You know, it helped me. Some things that I can do differently. All right. Help, help, all of us. I'm I'm glad we can be of help. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, Laverne. Thank you, Paula, for sharing. And you heard Okay. I can't you helped helped him as well. And I appreciate that you helped me. Very much. I thank you so much. And we want to definitely go more towards the positive every day and keep our lives straight on that. Thank you. DJ Chase, another caller was there. That was it. Just want to get ready to close up. Now, um, people, if we want to do it, please push star eight right now. If not, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> thank you. Good night, everyone. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Laverne. Thank you so much, Paula. And then, one of the things I do at work, I know you guys, I didn't share this with you, but the nurses, like I said, um, have positive energy going on because they go through a stressful job. So I have a board where I put their pictures up. On top of the pictures, I put a positive saying. And when, I, when I put up, I like very much for myself to get a good rest at night. This one says, always end the day with a, pop, with a positive thought. No matter how hard things were, tomorrow is a fresh opportunity to make it better. So hopefully we take that to the bank and run with that. You know, every day you have challenges and things you go through, situations, but tomorrow is a fresh start. Every breath we take, think about the wonderful gift that's given to us by our creator that we're living this life. And let's do the best we can and live our best life on the regular. All right, people? So positive thoughts, positive body, positive mind, positive situation. So um, DJ Chill, Another song for us to take us out? Yeah, I got a double decker, matter of fact, just to you. All right. Yeah, I about that.
with our people. Get it together. DJ Philly Joy. Joy. Thank you. 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.